What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 4, Episode 4, and it's called Chapter 32, The Imp of the Perverse. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast because we're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines of the episode, our MVPs. We got some new MVPs up in here for this episode. So be sure to stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this episode, y'all. Episode Uh, uh, four. uh, uh, uh. We're halfway through the season. Yeah, this episode, wow, that was fast. yeah, this episode is called the Perverse, which I quickly mm-hmm. want to like read out the description because I really wanted to know what yeah. the exact definition of it was. It says mm-hmm. of a person or their action showing a deliberate and obstinate desire to behave in a way that is unreasonable or unacceptable, often in right. spite of the consequences. Or another um, definition is contrary to the accepted or expected standard of practice. Got it. So. So yeah, like it kind of makes sense to this episode where like things are kind of like flipped. Um, yeah. And it's not a typical, it's not the typical world that we know in Sabrina. Yeah. And the one thing that I do want to mention right off the top, um, because this episode, I'd love to know your thoughts too, NB, but this episode really gave me Sound of Music vibes. So anyone who's watched it, it's a musical, but it's wrapped in like Nazi Germany and this family and all this other stuff. So there's like this drama that's happening on the outside of the musical aspect of it as well. And there were so many moments this episode that like gave me that sound of music vibe. There's like scenes that are almost exact to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody else got that. Um, And I just thought it was interesting because I'm just like, did RIS watch this and like fall in love with it? Or is he just obsessed with sound of music? No, I think you're absolutely right. It is. Yeah, like last episode, he also did 16 Going on 17, yeah. that song, which is also from Sound of Music. So I was just like, he's on some tip. Yeah, anyway, I think you're right. What did you think uh, of the When I was reading a couple of the recaps, they also did the same thing. It was very like Sound of Music. Um, for me personally, like I, I loved Man in the High Castle. So for me, this kind of had that oh, yeah. same vibe where like all of a totally. sudden you're flipped and like the world is, you know, True. the Japanese people won and the Nazis won. And now we're living in, a, right. in an America where like it's taken over by that. They clearly didn't call them the Nazis. They called them like the emperor <laughs> and like the people, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Like, I like these one-off episodes where, like, they kind of give you a glimpse of, like, a world that we would have never known. Like, I'm down for that because I think you can do so much with it. Um, But like we talked about, I feel like the ending was still an ending that we expected. So were there any casualties? Were there any, like, anything like that? Not really, but... It's interesting because, yeah, we watched the episode and offline we were talking about it. And uh, just, like, really briefly, we were essentially saying, it's good, I, I mean, it's a it's it's like a little film in one episode, mm-hmm. which I feel like at this point, chaos is known for it. Like they like they do these like individual episodes and because they're an hour long, it feels so filmy and, you know, they put put a whole story behind it, like the set and like they changed everything. So um, in that regard, it's that way. But I still find that it's very, yeah, it just feels very predictable. Like, I'm just waiting for the end part because I'm like, okay, like, let's get to the part where, you know, it does come to a point where you just start to feel like, okay, let's just get to the end when they, like, fix everything. Yeah, especially now that we have, like, these eight eldritch horrors or whatever. Like, 
we know okay like one's gonna fail the second's gonna fail the third's gonna yeah, fail like yeah. now this one failed like it's it's just repeating itself and yeah i'm here for the journey but i don't know if like as a whole as a season like high level when you look at it you're like am i really exactly. like into this you're not gripped I'm not, like I'm, there's no like drama yeah and i'm curious to see what like our listeners have to say about it too because mm-hmm. yeah like i'm impressed with the show but they also got canceled. So, like, exactly, what's going on? <laughs> There'd be a reason for Where's it. Where's the audience here? <laughs> um, anyway, let's get into the episode. Yeah. So, um, it starts off with the Spellman household, and Sabrina is practicing her co president speech to her family, and everybody claps. And then she kind of talks to Zelda and she asks her, like, Hey, what did you think of my speech? And Zelda basically says, like, Why are you doing this? Uh, the world is basically coming to an end and you want to be a pres- like co-president. Mm-hmm. And also Roz is being a co-president. So that means that both of you as witches now are dealing with something else that like we ain't got no. And like, like we ain't got no time to do. Why now? Like why yeah, in your why fourth now? season do you, do you want to be like the class press? Wouldn't you want to do that like exactly. two seasons ago? Like it was just kind yeah. of like they were grasping at another storyline to introduce in high school. And like this was just felt like right. it was just very forced. And also, like, aren't you failing Wardwell's class? Like, she just gave you an F, like, two episodes ago. Like, so, like how about you go study how, first? <laughs> how about you, like... And that's the thing. Like, I always assumed that Sabrina was on some, like, altered schedule because she has to do, like, full-time school and then full-time, like, after the academy school. So I was always, like, she's not even a good candidate for president. Anyway. Yeah. Like, nobody even sees her. Yeah. Um. So anyway... Uh, yeah, her uh, Zelda and Ambrose basically say, like, we got other shit to deal with, but, like, go off, sis. Like, do your thing. Um, then it cuts to Harvey's room because uh, Sabrina does allude to f- the fact that Roz hasn't told him yet, but she's telling him that night. And so it cuts to that scene. Harvey's pretty upset that Roz is a witch. But my thing is, like, she had done had the cunning. Yeah. She, like, cunts for you he, all night long. Yeah. And, and like, like, you're pissed that she's a witch? Yeah. Like, that's, it's just, it's just something, again, that, like, didn't really fit into what's actually been happening. Yeah. She already has superpowers, basically. Like, whether yeah, or not you want to call that a witch. a witch or a cunning woman, like, she still has powers. So I don't understand why right. he was so cheese and upset. Like. Yeah. He's basically like the audience. Like, why did you give Roz a storyline right now? <laughs> like, he, he, if he wants a basic bitch, he needs to leave Greendale and like go to Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> go to Riverdale. Go find someone else. <laughs> um, but they got their own issues. Um, so she en- she basically ends up being like, do you want me to leave? And he's like, no, no, no. Let's just have sex. So yeah. they do. And then that's the that part of it. And then back at school... Um, you know, there's like this sign that they're looking at with it. It says like Sabrina and Roz for president. And he like is talking to Theo and he's like, why do I keep falling in love with witches? I'm like, I do feel bad for him. Like this poor guy just wants like a normal basic bitch life, but he just can't can't get get it. (laughs) Um, so then it cuts to the, the library. They're all talking. And then Harvey's also again, like digging at her being like, how are you going to balance all of it? Like you're a seer, but you're also like want to be co-president and then Roz kind of digs back at him and is like well because I have a supportive like boyfriend I should be fine yeah yeah so obviously there's tension there um she's not really happy about it either 
Then it cuts to Prudence and she's like in the observatory. Another thing that I want to really quickly mention is they never showed this observatory up until now, right? Am I wrong? That they uh, haven't shown this room that she know. was like in with like the planets and like her like No, I don't think they shit. have. And it looks really freaking yeah. cool. I love it. Yeah. I was like, this is kind of cool. It's like the call center. It's like the base yeah. <laughs> of the school. So she's kind of like, I guess, meditating and trying to check to make sure that the world is okay. But then there's a rumble. And while she feels the rumble, Blackwood also feels the rumble on his side. Like the the cup on his side shakes. Somebody had place. chili and now everything is rumbling. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> got to go to the bathroom. So um, the salesman comes in. He's like, can I use the bathroom? <laughs> no. he, he comes into Blackwood's place and um, he starts selling his wares. And... Uh, Blackwood sees the imp of perversion, Mm -hmm. and so he wants it, but the guy says it's not for sale. First thing I said was, then why did you put it in the fucking case? Then why did you come (laughs) here? Like, what? (laughs) So this part was kind of confusing, because number one, he looked like he was wearing, like, a mask. Like, he didn't look like he had his own face, so I'm just like, is this guy in a disguise? Who is this salesman? Yeah. And they never really go back to it later on. Like they just kind of like, like throw this salesman in here. Question to you. Like did did the um, Eldrick whatever like bring this guy to town? Or like did this guy just randomly right. come to town? Yeah. Like like did he like is was it because he summoned by something? Some spell like, that it was going to be summoned to him. Yeah. I don't, I don't so really know weird. how that works. And like, correct us if we're wrong. This guy, I've never seen him before. Like this salesman guy. Like, may, like if he was one of those characters that kind of pop up out of nowhere and is like, "Hey, buy my stuff," then I'd be like, "Oh, he's back." He's just back. With, like, yeah, yeah. With the imp, but he wasn't. Anyway, I I was kind of confused by that. A part of me almost feels like he's a part of the larger story. For sure, like, maybe he's one, one I of almost, the Eldritch terrors. I too. almost feel like all of these people are gonna like come back and like kill yeah. the shit out of blackwood like i don't know because it's like because <laughs> well, it's like what's the point like what's the point like you know if he came to town and that thing was on sale blackwood could just buy yeah. it from him and then go on his merry yeah. way like why did he have to like steal it from him why did they make like, it a conflict yeah. yeah exactly so he steals it from him he kicks him out of the the church um and yeah, it was just, it was a little confusing as to why that happened in the first place. So as he takes it and he's holding it in his hand, Prudence starts to sense um, where he is. And she's like, he's about to do something crazy. I can kind of see where he is. Um, and um, one of the questions that I also had as a quick pause is why is it taking Prudence so long to find her dad yeah. when he's like right there? Ago, <laughs> yeah, he's literally like down the street. And also like... If we if you recall, Marie helped her find her dad the first time using blood magic. Yeah. I'm like, you could do the same fucking thing. You know thing. what? I think there's just so many holes in everything. And I yeah. think you said that too. Like this story has just gotten so big and now it's to their yeah. detriment where like they can't close any of these holes. Like you could keep asking yeah. these questions till like forever. They yeah. just don't make sense. And they're, You're right. They're just like, like we're just gonna do it a different way this time. And, yeah. <laughs> like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so anyway, um, so she senses where he is and um, because the weird sisters are all connected, like Marie sees it and so does Roz while she's in the bathroom with Sabrina and she's like, oh shit, like something's about to go down. But Prudence doesn't want to tell them where he is hiding because she's about to like go kill him with her knives. So right in that moment, she teleports to the church or whatever, the building that he's in. 
and she's running at him and as he's about as she's about to kill him with that final blow um he wishes to become the emperor of the world and uh like whatever so then as soon as that happens there's this like explosion of change and uh Prudence actually turns into this chick with like a brand new haircut. Like she like everything changes and um, like there's posters on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabrina and uh, Sabrina and Roz still don't really know what's happening. Cause they're just like, what, what just happened? And they're still in the bathroom, but then it really quickly cuts to Prudence and it kind of follows her through it. And um, she, walks into Dorian's and she's calling for Judas and Judith. And we even get a quick moment with Agatha, like her sitting on the couch, like pretending to be crazy. As we know now she's pretending to be crazy, but um, the kids finally get their first line after two seasons. Yeah. So good for them. <laughs> you must've been um, super happy. But they're all... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. I was like, Oh wow. They can talk. They can talk. So, um, uh, yeah, so it looks like Prudence now has changed as well, mm-hmm. and now she's working for She's Blackwood, back on his side, yeah. Which I have a lot of concerns about as well. Why? Issues, plot holes, once again. Because I'm just like, like of why? all people, yeah. the one who hates him the most, she's the one yeah. that turns into somebody that, like, follows him. Like, it doesn't make yeah, any like, sense Yeah, like, why not just keep Agatha, like, beside him? Yeah. Especially when there's detractors. There's people, like, later on, like, fucking Theo and Robin kind of keep their, like their more morals yeah. and they're just like no we're against this like mission yeah yeah like how come what i didn't understand was and you, maybe you can answer this for me why don't some people like you're right some people could see through it all like some people yeah. knew the truth and some people yeah. were like hypnotized by it like harvey was he was like right. oh no like i love yeah. the emperor like whatever what what yeah. was that like what happened that some people were affected I, and some people weren't I have no idea. Like, unless you're a weirdo, like, is that the idea that like? I thought maybe you're... it was whoever was in the coven, like wh- whoever was at the school, was affected. Right, but it doesn't make sense because right. then, like, you're right. Like Theo and Robin weren't there either. Yeah, well, exactly. Th- Harvey they wasn't, and he got and- affected. Yeah, I'm just very. I was confused as to like the rationale as to why they chose certain people to be a part of the army, not a part. Yeah, of Yeah, if army. you guys know like, the answer, listening, let us know in the comments because I'm truly very confused yeah. by that. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing when it comes to magic. If you don't set rules of law in, then like none nothing of makes, makes sense. sense. Or like, just drop have, a you line. Still have to ground it. Like it just takes one yeah. conversational line to be like, oh, da 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 da. This is why. Exactly. Like, yeah. So. It was just a little confusing on that part, for sure. Like, who and why certain people were, like, good and some people yeah. were bad. Um, then it cuts to the school. Roz and Sabrina, of course, are still in the bathroom. They're not sure what happened. So they start looking around the school, and they realize, like, the world is completely different. They see posters of Emperor Blackwood everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she also finds a poster that, like, she's public enemy number one. Like, it's her yeah. face. Like, he Look for her. this witch. Yeah. And it's interesting because, anyway, like, right away, Billy comes down and he notices her. And then right before he turns back around, she changes into, like, a basic bitch. Like, she goes back to, like, basic Becky. So she looks different. So now Sabrina has brown hair. And even Harvey, like, can't recognize her. um, And he's also part of the army. So very confusing. 
Um, then it cuts to Wardwell's class, and like in this world, she's like lit, lit, lit. Like she's like she almost looks like the hell version of herself. Yeah. And she's like, "Hey guys, we're gonna learn about history. It's Blackwood's birthday, so he comes to visit the school, right. and she's just talking about like the history of the world. All we know is basically it's like Nazi Germany. Yeah. So um, without them saying that, <laughs> without them saying it specifically, yeah. yeah. Um, and then. While that's whole that whole thing's happening, he's like, "There's a witch in your miss. It's Robin." And then Robin's like, "I'm not a witch. What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Well, you have green hair." So. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "You look emo, so you're probably a witch." <laughs> yeah, and Theo stands up and tries to defend him, and uh, Robin ends up running away because he's what a is hobgoblin. Robin's like? Pa- he's a, I think he's a hobgoblin, which or means like that a, he's like fast, super fast. He's like an elf imp. Oh, okay. Monster. okay. Not a monster, but like he's one of those yeah. kinds of things. Like an yeah. Like a trickster. I'm gonna Google know. that right now. Um, so he he runs away, but then Theo gets taken away because he stood up for Robin. Um and then yeah, I wrote down the note that I'm still confused as to why Harvey's in the military, but Theo and Robin are the same. Um and also the one thing that I was also confused by, we're just gonna be plot like poking holes in this entire story yeah, the much. entire time but basically i'm like why wouldn't blackwood remember everything since he's the one that became exactly the i was thinking and the then same. just kill like kill everybody kill all the people that he thinks could be yeah. detractors so like kill all the spellmans kill all her friends kill Roz. kill like kill everybody right away like he sees them so why wouldn't you just kill them all? Like even Harvey, like don't keep anybody around in case anything bad happens if you want to keep this reality. Yeah. So I just feel like they they didn't even try to hide them. So part of me is just like, is it bad writing? Is he supposed to be so arrogant that he doesn't notice them? I don't know. It was just a little stupid in that regard where I'm just like Blackwood should be like down to kill every single person that um, is, you know, going against him. But anyway. They run back to the bathroom and then they conclude that they are in an altered reality, um, but they're not affected. And um, it's really funny. The camera zooms into a poster in the bathroom that says, get your flu shot. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I knew you were going to go crazy. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, COVID. But uh, she, COVID. But she says that uh, it's because they both have been in contact with an eldritch terror so they go and look for Ambrose to get more answers. So it cuts to the Spellman household and it's all like boarded up. It's shut down. It's vandalized. And Ambrose is there and he's leaving. He's like packing his last box and he's about to like take off in his car. And um, he doesn't remember anything. Yeah. And once again, plot hole number 75. Um, why doesn't. Ambrose remember anything. Well, that's the thing. Everything is so inconsistent. Like, we don't know who's affected yeah. and who's not, but why is that? Like, I can't believe exactly. they wrote this episode and they didn't explain that to us. Like, conclude that. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Unless they're going to leave it for later. Like, you guys were chosen because you Maybe. were special for some reason. But, like, I feel like it's such a reach in that regard. And I'm just like, of all people, Ambrose literally touched every single one of the fucking Eldritch Terror. Yeah. So according to her theory about it, like technically he would also remember. So I'm just like, this is wasting time. And like, that's the frustration about this is you guys are an hour long show. Like, do not waste time. Like with these random moments that are, that could be easily resolved. Yeah. 
and find a new plot point, find a new issue that they can overcome. Like, it's still a problem. It's still going to be an issue, even if Ambrose remembers. Like, it's just, it was just frustrating yeah. that um, they had it's to. It's just wasting it. time. So anyway, it's just wasting time. Totally yeah. wasting time. Yeah. Um, so then he drives away across the town line because he's just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Um, and then they do the thing that everybody does in stupid like horror films all the time and it pisses me off. They're like, let's split up and divide and conquer. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are in an alternate reality. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck would you both leave each other's sides? It makes no sense whatsoever. So anyway, she decides to go to the academy to find Zelda and um, Roz decides to be like, I need to save Harvey. And I'm like, Theo literally just got arrested. Why isn't anybody <laughs> giving a shit about Theo? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are they trying to save him? Uh, I was like, you guys are such shitty friends. Um, so anyway, cuts to the academy and she walks in in dis- disguise and she bumps into Nick, of course. And we're getting these cute little moments between the two of them. Yeah. I think we saw a few last episode. We're getting them again this episode. And I'm kind of living for it because I truly did forget how adorable Nick Scratch is. You know what? Slash, yeah. you know, the actor. You're right. Gavin and Leatherwood. I think it's something that like it's a storyline that kind of grounds us back to like what the show is about totally. and like what's been exciting yes. about the show. So every time I saw yeah. them together on screen, you're right. Like I was so excited. I was like, this is why... We love this show. This like, is why, this I is why I'm show. watching the show. Like, realistically. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care about the Eldritch exactly. Terrors. Like, well, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. He's so handsome. I literally yeah. wrote that down as a note. I'm like, he's so handsome. Um, so she, he obviously doesn't remember her either, but he, like, says she's cute and whatever. And then she goes to visit Zelda, but she doesn't remember of anything course, either. Of course. useless Zelda. <sighs> useless Zelda. Like, just being a fucking racist or Like, whatever. again, in this, and- in this, like addition of like the reality they could have like made her the smart one and like hilda yeah, the one that's like kind of aloof but like ever. still zelda was like useless that would have been yeah yeah 100 it would have been cool if they flipped yeah. it a little bit um so she tries a spell and it's almost like she's about to remember her but then marie like kind of storms in and she's like Blackwood's here for his birthday so um zelda kind of snaps out of it and she's like you need to leave like, just stay hidden. You're going to get us in trouble. So she leaves her in the office. And then it shows Blackwood in the front foyer. And there's a choir waiting for him to sing, for them to sing. And he's just going to search the entire school for, like, illegal art and books. So, again, very Nazi. Mm-hmm. Um, very Sound of Music. Um, and then they all sing a song for him to, like, calm him down. And it's a song actually from Cabaret, um, which is a movie about Nazis and jazz. That's like the best way to to talk about it. But um, the song's called Tomorrow Belongs to Me. I didn't know it was an actual song. I thought it was a song that they they made up for Blackwood, but it's an actual song. Um, And uh, yeah, so as they're singing the song... Nick is obviously in the choir as well, but he's like not singing because he's like, I refuse. But I'm like, couldn't you just pretend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't you just pretend to sing it even if you didn't really believe it? Um, so he notices it. Blackwood notices and he's like, I'm not happy because like that guy over there, he's not singing my song. <laughs> so like, what the fuck's going on here? So before he's about to like say something in uh, to challenge him, uh, Sabrina uh, like kind of puts a spell on him so that she's singing the song like in the back corner and then um, 
he like he's mouthing the words and he's actually singing it. So then once he sings, Blackwood feels more calm about it. Um, and then that's where the scene cuts and like everybody goes to like search the actual school. So then it cuts to Harvey's room and Roz is just like, what's going on? You need to calm down. You need to get back to the reality of the world. And she's trying to get through to him, but he doesn't believe anything. But I'm like, did she try to cunt fuck him? By the way, like, <laughs> like I, lo- I love this scene. And I almost wish it didn't happen in this like alternate reality universe episode. Because mm. I love the tension that was between these two characters. It's just, I was like, yeah. wait, is this going to be real though once this episode is over? You know what I mean? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Like, he doesn't remember anything yeah. after. <laughs> the answer is no. But... Uh, yeah, I was like, did she try to, like, fuck him so, like, she can, like, con the reality into him, but didn't work. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, and she's like, you have friends. I Like, you help people. I popped your cherry. Like, what's going on with you? <laughs> like, she tries to, like, lay out all these facts. And he's just Let's like, Let's not forget oh, that his family about. came from, like, witch hunters. So I feel like... True. And like I was saying last last episode too, like I would love if they somehow introduced that part back into Harvey's character just yeah. to create some like tension between him and his his girls, basically. So yeah. we kind of get yeah. a glimpse of that a little bit in this episode where like he's so like against witches and all of that. Right. Yeah. He's like back to season yeah. one. Um, so she's just bummed out about it and she's like, you're not yourself. And then she just leaves. Um. Yeah, I just wrote down, of all people, you'd think Harvey would not be a Nazi. But okay, fine. Like, let's move on. Um, So then cutting back to the Academy, they find all these art pieces and, like, maps and stuff. And they confiscate them. And then they decide to arrest Nick anyways. And um, they leave. He's just, like, Wait, why are they arrest Nick? Because they're just like, I don't like you. Like, (laughs) Blackwood's basically just like, we're taking you with us because you are obviously like a witch or something. Um, And uh, then once they leave, Sabrina slash Samantha, because that's like her name now. Um, she she goes to everybody and she's like, guys, don't worry about it, okay? I'm going to save you. I'm going to save all of you. And Zelda's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're going to cause more trouble. But here is a note. Like, she passes her a quick note because uh, Sabrina kind of gets through to her and she's like, you had a dog and you pet it all the time. And like, don't you remember anything? And she's kind of like, she's kind of coming back. She's, she's not really. She gives her the note and then um she also like what a random thing like we don't even know about this damn dog right like we never (laughs) like we don't as the audience don't know about it so like the fact that they bring it up is so freaking random you know what's funny i actually didn't know that whole story i do remember very vaguely from the very 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 first season she had a dog um, in the first few episodes the dog was already dead, but like oh, it showed like a little statue okay. of him in the corner of he uh, of him dying. So okay. I'm like, you want me to call back to like the, <laughs> the first, first frame? <laughs> yeah. But then the but then I watched the episode again to take the notes, and I saw in the in the scene where she's talking, she's doing her speech in the very first scene of this episode. She is petting this dog. Like this dog is like oh, sitting beside okay, her, okay, and she is petting this Great. like stuffed. So dog. they 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 like stitched that whole together. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, basically. i was like okay wow that that was a that was a reach but okay um so anyway so in that moment she gives her the note and then she realizes she has to go to doctor services so she writes on her hand so ross can see to meet her there so that's what happens there 
then it cuts to Ambrose, and he's literally been sitting at the like the county line this entire <laughs> fucking day. <laughs> like it went from day, and now it's nighttime, and he's been sitting because he's he has so much anxiety to like cross the line. I don't know why. Um, I think it's because he's like, is it what's the what's the word when you're like afraid of going outside? Like I think he actually has that, that as a character. Oh, interesting. That fear, yeah. which is why he always stayed in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm, well, because he's I'm been wrong. like he's been used to that for how many years, right? He's been trapped exactly. inside. So yeah, I yeah, get it. True. Poor Ambrose. Um, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, so once he finally drives through, he remembers everything. He stops the car and he sees the salesman just like sitting there, like chilling. And he just talks to him for a second. And again, this exchange was very mysterious to me because um, he talks to him and he's like, oh, yeah, this guy stole my imp of uh, perversion. Um, He doesn't ask him explicitly for his help. Mm -hmm. But then Ambrose is like, I don't know what to do. How am I going to like fix this now? And again, the salesman is like, oh, I have this stone of reality. Like, do you want it? And he's like, how much is it? And he's like, it's for free. And I'm like, okay. This Nothing guy's shady. for free. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's shady. Yeah. What the hell's happening? For sure. Um, so he basically says, like, you need to get this to somebody to, like, fix the world. Because if you root it in the world, then everything will be okay. Um, but he does warn that if he does stay in that world for longer than, like, 30 seconds, he will revert back to not remembering anything. So... He's like, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? And sure enough, again, perfect timing. Robin takes a, a, also the entire day to get to the edge <laughs> of the town. So he also gets to the edge of town at that moment. And he's like, maybe I can help you with that. So he obviously is going to team up with Robin to uh, get this stone to everybody. So then it cuts to the bookstore. Sabrina sees Roz. And then they see Aunt Hilda. But she's not herself 100%, but she's also, like, not an enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have her blue makeup on anymore. I noticed that. They, like, didn't put her eye makeup on. <laughs> They're like, she's different. <laughs> she's different in this world, okay? Um, so they asked for the book that um, Zelda told them to ask for. And she leads them into this back room. And in the back room, it's the resistance. The resistance. The resistance is hiding. Yeah. Um, Katniss Everdeen's back there. Lilith is back there <laughs> um, uh, with her, her baby, and so is Agatha. Um, but now Agatha, because it's like the it's like opposite, yeah. she's now normal. She's not insane anymore, and she's like, you know what's funny about this? Like, I'm normal in this world. So, like, this is what's happening. <laughs> so she basically like gives her all the tea of what happened, like the fact that you know he has an imp of perversion, and you know, like he flipped this world, so then he's an emperor now. Um, so we're getting all this information so, from like, Agatha, which she is she flipped because she's the opposite of what right. she was, but she somehow yes. still remembers what had happened. What what happened? And how does that yeah, work? Exactly. Right? Because if you flipped, you wouldn't you I wouldn't cut you wouldn't remember what happened because you're no you idea. flipped. No idea. Plot hole number okay. eighty one. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So in that moment, exactly, um, Ambrose warps in with uh, Robin and he starts to tell her about the stone. But because Ambrose talks uh, like so eloquently, he like takes a million years to get to the point that he's trying to make, which is you need to put the stone and put it into the soup so we can all ingest it. He's like, I, I, I. (laughs) And then he forgets literally everything (gasps) at the exact moment. They're like, Ambrose, he's gone. (laughs) 
he's like, oh, he's gone again. And she's like, damn it. Um, and But again, this is one of the things that really annoyed me too because I'm just like, you guys are wasting time. Yeah. You do not have to make the whole episode an hour yeah. long. Like, if if these are the moments that you guys are pausing on, because literally five seconds later, um, Hilda's like, oh, why don't we just try to put it in a soup and then everybody can yeah. drink it. So like, why did, but but why couldn't he just say it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why, why did he have to forget yeah. it for five seconds in order for her to come in with a line to say, put it into a soup? So... I just I, I I'm not in love with these moments and they happen so often this episode that I mm-hmm. was like, stop wasting my time. I love the show and I will watch it in hours full, but like pack it in, guys. Like pack it in with moments that and really I, are meaningful. Yeah, and I truly think they don't need to unravel themselves like they do. I feel like they get so crazy and so detailed and like deep where it's like okay guys, now you have to kind of pull yourself back from all of those things and now we're left with trying to like put this shit together and trying to like figure all these plot holes out but it didn't have to be this complex it could have just been as simple as what you're saying like go eat the soup goodbye done yeah exactly so annoying so anyway they decide to plan this attack because it's his birthday um tomorrow today whatever i don't know um so they're like we're gonna do it then because there's gonna be executions everybody's gonna be there he's gonna be there with the imp so like let's do this so then it comes back to the academy there's a really quick scene where Sabrina goes in and gives Zelda the flask of soup so she can also remember. And then it cuts to the bookstore and um, Harvey and Billy um, walk in as the military people and then they start to search the search the entire place. Again, very cabaret, very sound of music. Um, Harvey finds the secret door in the back and he sees everyone but he like Roz is basically like this is your moment of truth like don't you don't have to say anything just pretend that you didn't see anything um and then he's like Blackwood knows that something's up in here so if we don't come back empty handed it's going to be like really suspicious so like I'm going to take you so he takes her yeah. <laughs> which I was like okay fine but then I'm also like if they take Roz wouldn't they also arrest Cerberus and Hilda like <laughs> They are the ones that are keeping people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd think that they would also take the store owners um, and arrest them as well. But anyway, another plot hole, plot hole number 85. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then it cuts to Dorian's and Agatha is trying to like still pretend to be crazy. She doesn't do a very good job because Prudence rats her out right away. Um, and she's like, no, you weren't at the church. You weren't doing this stuff. And, um, Blackwood's like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to kill you now. Like, <laughs> you're dead. So it cuts back to the bookstore. Zelda is now back on track. She's, like, filled with reality. Um, and she has, like, her moment of, like, a war cry call. And she's like, we can do this. We can resist. We can fight Blackwood. We're ready to do this. Whatever. We're going to kill him at his bo- his birthday party. Whatever. Um, so then it cuts to Blackwood's birthday party yeah. at the church, at the desecrated church. And Roz is tied up, and so is Nick, but Nick doesn't have a shirt on. Of course. So he's really sexy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he just loses his shirt. Just like, <laughs> yeah, like, Roz has all of her clothes on, and then Nick has his, like, shirt yeah. completely torn off. And he doesn't even have, like, any scars of, like, torture. He's just, like, perfect. Half naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So while they're doing this, like Blackwood's talking, he's like, these are the the traitors. And then he starts to crush Nick. Apparently this is like some medieval way that they used to kill people by like putting a board on them and then like slowly but surely putting stones on mm-hmm. them to kill them. So it looked really painful. 
but Nick is so strong and so, so sexy strong. that he's like, he's like, give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> and so he's totally fine with it. <laughs> and while he's being crushed, like he's in so much pain at this point that Sabrina's like, I can't take it no more. And she stands up and uh, she starts yelling at Blackwood. <laughs> and she's like, yo, it's me. You've been looking for me. Stop this madness. You be crazy. And I'm just like, considering how long he's been looking for her, I'm so surprised that she even gets like 45 yeah. seconds to like have her speech to be like, I'm going to stop you. I'm like, this guy would have been like, her. instantly kill this guy. <laughs> yeah, kill her right yeah. now. <laughs> She's literally right there. She's like the one on the, all the posters that I put around all to- around town. Um, so I was just like, okay, girl. Um, so while she's talking, Ambrose kind of like sneaks onto the side and he blows the imp up, but it doesn't work because like the imp is sitting there like on a little pedestal. He blows it up and then he starts laughing. He's like, you think I'm you not know, it's so basic? Funny. He literally says, I, you think I'm not basic. It's so funny. Ambrose's first attempt never works. Like if there's a first attempt never. in the episode, never. it's never. from Ambrose <laughs> and it's not going to work. I'm just letting you guys know. In the next episode, just wait for it. The first one Ambrose is going to do, 100%. he's not going to get it. And then it's going to have to do, be Sabrina who does yeah. it in the end. 100%. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That's so true. It's a very good point. So um, in that moment, it doesn't work. So Sabrina grabs this stone of reality from her purse because it's right there. And <laughs> she like does a perfect pitch to uh, <laughs> to Blackwood's head. So whacks him in the head and she's like, he's a witch. And then smacks him. But And then there's this like shockwave. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you noticed. It was like this shockwave that happens. But then... I'm not sure what happened in that moment because like, like Harvey back? and Prudence were still oh. like under the spell ish. Like they were kind of still under the spell. So they were like, uh, so you don't really know if it's because he, she smashed him with a rock or because Roz actually gets to him. Oh. But essentially Harvey stops the executor. Um, he like smashes him in the head and un like unties Roz. Um, and then Prudence is about to help Black- Blackwood, but then the weird sisters are like, no, don't do it. And Ambrose is like, no, don't do it. I'm sorry I didn't let you kill him before. And then Agatha is just like, Agatha's literally like, yo, your dad's trying to kill everybody. Just like, stop him. So even with all that influence, she barely gets there. And then she finally tells everybody where the real one is. Like the weird sisters kind of connect. And then she's like, tell us the truth as to where the actual um, piece is. Yeah. So she's like, oh, yeah, it's in the Dor- in Dorian's like place. It's behind his portrait. So Why right was away, it there? Robin dips. I guess that's like his new headquarters. Oh, okay. Okay. It seems. So. Um, so Robin like goes straight there. He takes off the picture and he starts to like unlock it, but it's like taking him a million years because like he's got to do like a million com- like yeah. combinations to get it open. Um, and then Sabrina saves Nick. They have a little really cute moment where you know they're just like flirting with each other. And then Robin comes back again with it, and Sabrina tries to to use it to turn it back. Um, to re- the regular reality, but again, it doesn't work. So this is the third fucking time. <laughs> this is the second fucking time it doesn't work. Um, and then, but very quickly, they realize it's in the dog. So then, so that's when they f- uh, like flip it back to reality. Mm-hmm. Like the third by the third time. And this is what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah. once again. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Why did he have to have two the episode decoys? Could have been done by now. Yeah. Because he finally figured, they figured it out literally after the first, like, you know, like, 
they figured out like two seconds later they're like oh it's in the dog like it's not like they spent like another half an hour trying to figure out where it was it was like literally the dog was right there they're like oh it's the dog cool thanks for figuring that out in five seconds um so it's just to me like these time waster moments that i'm just kind of not impressed by um and then it flips back to reality and uh Prudence is obviously still running at him and she finally has that final stab. He drops the imp of per- perversion and he's quote unquote like dead. He's like dead, but not really dead because he's he can't be killed. Um, do you feel like it resolved way too easily? Well, I, like, I do feel, you feel like, like it, you got f- the revenge you deserved. Kind of, but I can see why I can see why you didn't like it. Like I, like yeah. I was, I was like, oh my god, this is sick. But then I was like, yeah, like, why did it have to be in this episode where everything was flipped and she was near him yeah. and like, why couldn't it have been when she was actually searching for him for like years and years or whatever it was? Exactly, yeah, I get it. And she spent the entire episode being on his side, so I was just like, so much of it didn't yeah. really make sense to me. They could have easily made Prudence the lead on this episode, and Sabrina could have taken a backseat, and you know, exactly. like Prudence is like. I need to find yeah. him. It's my mission to get him done. Like, because then by the time we get to the to the end of the episode when she actually kills him, I'm just like, okay, then basically we spent the entire episode like this. in a just for this. See, and yeah. I'm just I'm kind of over it yeah. at that point. Like she's literally spent her entire like waking two seasons trying to find this guy and kill him. And it didn't feel as no. satisfying as I feel like it should have. It should have been like a kill um, bill moment, moment. And it definitely yeah. wasn't because we haven't seen her in her in her like mission this whole season right. she's been part of the weird ones and she's been part of the the sisters whatever exactly. so like she hasn't talked about it as much as she like was before yeah i don't know it could have yeah. been different so i was just yeah i was pretty frustrated with how they did it i don't think that they did prudence any justice in that moment but it is what it is so back at school everything's back to normal um Rosin and Sabrina bump into Harvey in the hallway and he is like, can I talk to you? And he apologizes for everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm here for you. I want to be on the right side of history. Wink. Like, yeah, it, it felt was like cute. very like after school special. No, but, it was okay. cute. I was like, oh, okay. You're like, okay. He's like down yeah. for it. But I'm like, you have been exactly. down for it. So like, like, what was the, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was the argument? You didn't have to have like a Nazi Germany storyline <laughs> in order for you to fucking realize yeah. that your girlfriend is your, just your girlfriend. Um, and then once again, Sabrina has like her speech of all speeches. She's like down with the patriarchy. I'm like a feminist to the core, a feminist power, feminism, feminism, feminism. 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 <laughs> what did you think uh, about that? Like, <laughs> I I mean, listen, guys, I I'm I'm all down for the wee yeah, ones. Like yeah. that is my yeah. thing. But at the end of the day, it does come to a point where I'm like. We already know we're getting this from the yeah. show. We're getting that yeah. feminist angle from the show. It's something that has been pushed so often that I'm just confused as to why they keep saying, like, don't forget, we're all feminists. And, like, this is the point we're trying to make. Like, I just didn't feel like it needed yeah. it again. Yeah. But sure. What did you think about I it? I mean, of course. I'm like, woman, like, hear me roar. I get it. But, like... It was the one, it was the first moment, I have to be, like, honest, where I kind of, like, eye rolled a little bit. Like, I was kind of like, okay, guys, we get it. I'm all for that. Of course, she's, like, the epitome of this, like, female character, and it's and all of them are in the show. But, I again, I felt like it, it like, they they wrote that scene to lead to her saying that. 
You know what I mean? And like it shouldn't be like that. It should kind of just come more organically yeah. and like we get it. We 100%. we get that that's like a theme in the show. We understand. We're watching it because yeah, exactly. of that. You don't have to hit us <laughs> over the head, you know, with it. Because <laughs> I literally feel like she did this exact same thing in the first episode when they when they created that club, the witch yeah. club, the Wiccan yeah. club. So I'm just like, you guys already had this yeah. moment. I don't need another moment like this in for- season four. Like, go do other stuff with your and, life. And I from her, it's so obvious, right? Like, from we know she's like yeah. that. But if like, if you had Sabrina. Prudence <laughs> saying that, I'd be like, yo, like, Prudence is all, like, down to be on the right. women's team. Like, do the characters that, like, necessarily aren't always, yeah. like, feminism. Like, that'd be more. Or here's an idea. Why don't you get the boys up there? Why don't you get fucking yeah. Harvey to come stand up yeah. there? Why don't you get fucking all the guys like, to be like, yeah, like what about Theo? They had what about Harvey Robin? Say, Why can't they come up yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. They had Harvey say, I'm here for all of you. Who's you? Who's you? <laughs> Why don't you say, I'm here for all, all you, you women? Guys. I'm here. I want to be on the right side of history on the women's side. Like, yeah. say it. They just could have done yeah. it better. Yeah, I yeah. don't know, man. I feel like some weak yeah, ass yeah, writing yeah, that, for sure. in that particular spot. Agreed. For sure. Um, and then in the, one of the final moments we get the Academy, um, and it shows kind of the conclusion of where Blackwood is going to be done. Um, he, it's just his head and because he can't die, it's his head on a plate and he's gagged. He has like a mouth, a thing around his mouth. So he can't talk. Thank God. Um, and then <laughs> Agatha has been returned, but she's still crazy. She's like rolling that around. That kind of let me down a little bit because I was really yeah. excited for like to get her back to like her normal self. Same. I was like, where did that stone go? Yeah. Why couldn't she? They just like bop her into reality again. Like it kind of frustrated me. And I hope that they do bring her back because I'm like, why do you just want your crazy sister rolling around? Like th- she, th- she doesn't have like a real purpose in this uh, in this world anymore because. Like she, she can't even really do much outside of like become this person yeah. who, like, they can't rely on her. They can't. They have to like kind of keep an eye on her all the time. She might make trouble again. Like she, for all we know, she's gonna like put Blackwood's head back on someone else's body. Like I just feel like I'm glad that she's back 100% back on, in the coven. But at the same time, I'm just like I'm sad that she's. She's not like where what she was in the other reality. Yeah, you know it's it's a little yeah. frustrating. Um, and then in the final moment, Nick talks to her, talks to Sabrina. He pulls her aside. And he's like, "Just letting you know, like I still have feelings for you. I think you still have feelings for me." And they finish it off with our favorite word: yep. <laughs> "We are endgame." Endgame. No, I, and I love this moment too. And it's it's um. I love how he was like, I don't feel bad about saying that I have feelings for you. He's like, I want to like honor that yeah. part of myself and like I want to be true to that part. Right. And I was like, that's so cute. Like the way he said it, yeah. the way it was written was really, really cute. So yeah, I really like that moment. Yeah, I liked it. I believed yeah. it. I'm down for yeah. it. Um, you know, all is forgiven in my books. I feel like, you yeah. know, they had some growing pains as a relationship and now they're back on track. And I really hope that they get back together because I think that they're a good couple. Um, so before we finish on the episode, <laughs> I have a few questions that I have. And once again, we're in episode four and I'm still asking the damn question somehow. Where are the where kids? Are the kids? <laughs> At this point, if even if you saw them, would they be useful? I doubt it. So it's like. No, absolutely not. But is Agatha useful? I don't think I don't so. <laughs> like, what is she doing yeah, at this point? They didn't have to bring back anybody. Yeah. You know, They could have just been like, oh, well, everybody's dead now. Like, goodbye. But, you know, Agatha's back. So you're assuming that the kids are also back because, like, the kids are still in the other reality, too. 
but they don't even mention them. Like you guys could have just put one line in there saying, I brought I brought back the kids and I brought back Agatha. Like you don't even have to show yeah. them. Just say that they're in the they're in the coven somewhere, like whatever, working in the basement. Like who yeah. knows? But like they couldn't couldn't they just like add that one line in so people like me who like Pay attention to fucking yeah. details like this. That's what I mean. I, I just w- I wish I could ask them. Like when you guys create an episode and you write it, do you guys look back on it and say, "Where are our fans gonna question like things?" They yeah. really don't do that because if they did, I feel like they would have been like, "Shit, we gotta clean up this, 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 and make this one make sense." They don't. Yeah, do that. maybe instead of like creating like a million plot holes in one episode, you can just add one line that resolves one that is actually important. Um. And, uh, like, I I also wrote down, where is the stone of reality and why did Ambrose get it for free? Very confusing as to why that was, you know. Like, Like why did that interaction even happen? Like, where did that guy even come from? Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Very questionable as to what's going on. Um, I almost feel like. My final question is. Sorry. I almost feel like the Eldritch Terrors, whatever, are playing, like, a a prank on Blackwood. I feel like they're, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's some, there has to be something bigger here. Something yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that happening. And But that's the episode, guys. We're going to just keep trucking along with these Eldritch Terrors. And hopefully it gets better and better in terms of uh, writing. Because <laughs> uh, at this point in time, I'm just like, oh, you guys got canceled? I'm not surprised. Let's get into our recap roundups. Let's do it. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. My best moment, I think we have the same one. And that's going to be Prudence killing Blackwood. Whether or not we yeah. like wanted it to be the way we wanted it to be. I still think it was for me yeah. like the best moment of the episode. And it was the coolest shot yeah. with her like flying in the air with like her samurai sword. And so cool. Samurai sword, She's yeah. so badass. And I truly wish she She's got more. And this sword line could have been so much more for her. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe it still will be. We don't know. Like, maybe it doesn't end here. It, ke- it can yeah. keep going, but I don't know. Like, Taken, she didn't even get a chance to, like, yell at her Yeah. Dad. She didn't even get a chance to be like, go fuck yourself. I can't yeah. believe you did all this stuff to my family. Yeah. Like, she just went and yeah. killed him, and then it was over. But you're right. He is still technically alive, like, on a platter in the basement. So maybe she'll have a moment to talk to him and be like, why'd you go do that shit? You know? Like, who knows? It's also, like, a journey what? of a character shouldn't be one person only. Like, yeah, she killed him. Yeah, now she should go true. and find her own happiness and, like, move on with her life and, like, create right. her own life. That's how the character's journey should go, in yeah. my opinion. So I, I don't think I'd even want her to keep staying on this grudge that she has for her father you know like get over it after a while so two questions based on that um number one do you think that this is the last time we're going to see blackwood in power no like do you think that this is it for him i hope i hope it is because i'm just like i know you're over over it but i don't think these multiple evil enemies and his head has been cut off like i don't know what more they need to do but yeah you're probably right unless they cancel the show and like that's it (laughs) that's it we already know they cancel the show um, and also the second question is now that Blackwood is out of the picture and that was one of the big reasons why her and Ambrose broke up. Um, do you think they're going to get back Probably, together? Now that her and Nikki are like not together anymore. Yeah. So everybody's just going to end up like with yeah. their people. And Basically. The Which is fine. I'm done for that. F moment. WTF moment. I think was just the episode, like the alternate reality part of it all. And like everything's flipped. Very men in the high castle. I, I liked that. Yeah. I thought it was like cool to do that for an episode um yeah. yeah like that's what i mean i feel like the production value was kind of cool on that side of it but yeah it was it was um it was a little crazy for them to take it on one episode. like 
I don't uh, think they need to go to the places that they go to to deliver their storyline yeah. because at the end of the day, they're Agreed. a mystical show. There's witchcraft. There's already that element of like craziness. You don't there's need to much. like flip yeah. your universe and like now he's the emperor <laughs> and like nah, like it gets too much. Yeah. It gets too much. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. And like it's still yeah. fun. But my WTF moment is gonna go to the fake imp relics times two. Like, like I was saying while we were covering it, like, just time wasters. Yeah. Time waster, time waster, time waster. I don't need him to have a decoy beside him and then a decoy in a safe. And then they have to open yeah. up the safe and then realize it's a decoy. And then it's the dog. Like Especially when like, nothing not happens. Like, when there's no... Nothing um, happens. Like, there's no consequence. Like, no one dies or gets really yeah. hurt or, like, whatever is affected. It's just like, okay, guys, we know what's going to happen next. You guys are going to get it on this try. Right. Only that shit, that, like, to your point, that shit only works if there is a stake exactly. at, like, exactly. at risk. Like, if Agatha was hanging from like a, a chain and like by the time they get to the second relic like and it's fake she falls yeah, in and she yeah. dies you know then i'd be like oh my god they didn't do they it on time up. and yeah finally they figured it out and like good for them but like so sad she's dead like no stakes who wrote I this show <laughs> mvp mvp i'm gonna have to say agatha because i feel like she was like playing that yeah. double agent character and that was so freaking cool Same. that i kind of wish she was double agent the whole time i'm like that would have been sick if she 100%. like this entire time she's been with the witches but like working on his side um and as an yeah. audience like we still don't know that either that would have been a really cool like twist and maybe they're still gonna do that we don't yeah. know but at least for yeah. this episode we'll I see we'll it. see Agatha is also my MVP for this episode until she goes back to being completely useless yeah. in the real yeah. world. And I really do hope, like to your point, I really do hope that they do something different with her character. Maybe like in the first, you know, five minutes back in episode five, they do give her the reality soup and she's good to go. Like, who knows? But we'll see. LVP. LVP. I'm going to say Blackwood because I feel like at this point he's 0-4. Um, he's fucking up these eldritch things like left, right, and center. He can't get any of his plans right. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't get his shit together. And he's just not a scary villain, in my opinion. Like, it's almost like comedic at yeah. this point, where, like, we know that Sabrina's going to beat him. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm just like, you literally have done yeah. nothing right yeah. this whole time. So useless. Thanks for being the shittiest villain. Seriously. <laughs> like, why are you here? Um, my LVP is going to go to Harvey because. I was pretty disappointed in this episode and the fact that even in an alternate reality, he could not be one of the people who are, uh, you know, fighting the resistance. Like I, I, I I understand why they did it. I understand that it, it caused a little bit of tension between him and Roz. Mm -hmm. I, I totally get why they did it, but like, I just don't believe that he, yes, I get what you're saying. Like it's not, it's not genuine to his character, but again, like the universe is flipped. So like, it's like, what is, you know, right. Yeah, I I do get takeaway points for the fact that he couldn't just get over the fact that um, Roz is totally a that that already didn't make like, sense to me. That didn't get make sense. It together. That was to yeah. me a way for get them to together. have tension in their relationship. That doesn't make any fucking right. sense because like you knew that she had superpowers, so it's like a, a cunning woman and a witch. Like, it's not that far difference? apart. Like it's almost the same. It's literally yeah. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the best, best line. line. A best line. I'm gonna have to give it to Nikki Scratch when he was All right. like, All right. "Sabrina Spellman, we're Endgame," and I was like, 
oh, okay, like Bold you're kind of cocky, but you're kind of right. And that word is constantly used yeah. in this like Riverdale Archie comics universe. So I'm down for it. Yeah, I do. I do love him. I do love their moments. I think a few of my favorite lines from it are from them. But I'm gonna give another one. The one that I'm going to do is Zelda telling Sabrina after she does her practice speech with them in the first scene. She says, truth be told, I sensed a lack of authenticity and identity behind your words. And I think Who's it's kind of calls Sabrina to what to we Nick? were just talking so that No, this is Zelda saying it to Sabrina when she does her like election oh, speech. Oh, okay. And she basically says, like, you're not being authentic and it doesn't feel like you. Um, and it, it kind of calls back to what we just talked about, <laughs> like about that final scene with her at school having that little speech. And it's just like it doesn't feel as authentic as it should have been um, because it's not as powerful mm-hmm. four seasons later. Like it felt powerful in season one. But by now, I'm just like, are you guys just pandering to your audience again for the millionth time? Like, we get it. We are all feminists watching the mm-hmm. show. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of over it. But yeah, there's a lot of great. Um, there were a lot of great flirty moments that I really loved between Sabrina and and Nick. Um, like when one of the ones that I put, wrote down as well was he's like, just so you know, I could have taken a lot more weight. And he's like, she's like, I believe it. Oh, it was yeah. Really cute. <laughs> That I'm excited cute. for them to yeah, get back yeah. together. Um, and that is the episode. But before we finish it off, I would like to take some time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder squad. We got White, Nicole, our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Soleil, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, you can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and don't forget to comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.